Over a good number of years I have looked at numerous sources of Christian organizations, that have been and are today, usually developed and controlled by one dominant individual. Some of these organizations are very good and have a long history of building up the Church, the Body of Christ. And then there are others that have developed a substantial following that have chosen to go down a different path, a path that they usually infer, that most others have missed and they have rediscovered. And the degree by which these paths deviate from the norm, depends upon how much these individuals twist and distort the Word of God. Again, depending on the particular area that the individual has chosen to focus their teachings on. Some focus on deliverance ministries, others focus on healings and others focus on the signs and wonders movement, which most of us now recognize as the New Apostolic Reformation, NAR, movement. Oftentimes they have multiple channels in their ministry that flow into the same cistern. The short story is that it is seldom pretty and the end result from these different paths is that literally millions of people are deceived into believing a different gospel than the one that has been delivered to all of us in the New Testament. There are a number of common factors. If you study the history of the person's teachings, they can almost always be traced back to someone in the past, who started out on this different path, be it healings or deliverance or signs and wonders. The history in itself is not that difficult to trace. And usually, from that originating individual, comes the accompanying doctrine, that allegedly supports their ministry of choice. The vast majority of these newly discovered doctrines have already been challenged in the past, if one chooses to take the time to search for them. Another common factor is that those who receive this updated doctrine, that would be the followers who subscribe to this particular rediscovered ministry, usually do not have a really good working knowledge of God's Word, which allows the individual who is spearheading this ministry, to take liberties and distort God's Word, without being recognized as having done so. Another common factor is that the individual who heads these newly rediscovered ministries usually accumulates a substantial amount of unaccountable wealth. Homes which could easily be classified as mansions is common. The root of the problem, in most cases, which facilitates this acceptance of newly discovered doctrine, that deviates from the norm, orthodox understanding, being accepted as being valid, is a lack of knowledge of God's Word. I acknowledge that this can get tricky because what one person accepts as orthodox can indeed differ from another. So probably a better word is general consensus. If you study church history, there usually is a general consensus that rises to the surface. And even here it can get tricky because sometimes the general consensus is actually challenged, such as during the Protestant Reformation. These are all things that one can become aware of by putting in the required time to comprehend what has transpired throughout church history. My apology for this lengthy lead-in but it is necessary to set the framework for what follows next. I have already authored over 50 posts on the New Apostolic Reformation, NAR. You can view some of these posts by clicking here. I know, the amount of time and effort required to get a handle on what this movement represents, teaches and influences is considerable. The short story is that there is no way in which to appreciate what this movement is doing, or teaches, or misrepresents, other than by devoting some time to it. I will prove a relatively short, good, four-part overview here for your convenience, that serves only as a bare minimum. If you are not familiar with NAR, please take the time to read the four-part overview. Part 1 Part 2 Part 3 Part 4 The organization behind this movement is staggering and I do not use the word staggering lightly. And please note that in Part 4, a partial quote states is the Assemblies of God part of the NAR? Technically, the answer is no. The AG position papers separate themselves from the teaching found in the NAR. However, AG churches are congregational, and have a lot of autonomy from their district leadership. As such, it is up to the pastors and leaders in those individual churches as to what extent they allow NAR influence in their congregations. 
Unfortunately, there are many which offer no filter for NAR influence. I am thankful for the wisdom and leadership from the General Council of the Assemblies of God, urging their ministers to be aware of such issues that affect their churches. If you think that the numerous apostles and teachers of this movement don't quote Scripture, you would be wrong. Many of them do but not in context to whom the Scripture was given or how it applies to the church today. But to them, the Bible, God's Word, is replaced with new revelations they receive and these new revelations take precedence. They speak using different references including decrees, prophesies, visions and dreams. And there are many, many, who not only buy it, but jump into it with both feet, indicating that they have been led by God's Holy Spirit to do so. They have been led no doubt, but not by God's Holy Spirit. We are instructed to test the spirits, 1 John 4 1-4 NASP, and stand on the Word of God, 2 Timothy 3:16 NASP. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God, this is the Spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, and now it is already in the world. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He who is in you than he who is in the world. All Scripture is inspired by God and beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in righteousness so that the man or woman of God may be fully capable, equipped for every good work. I will leave you with one additional link to look at, to get a taste of what you are dealing with. It's not overly long but it is highly revealing. You can view it here. It is authored by Mike Oppenheimer at Let Us Reason Ministries. Actually make that two links because you really need to come to understand the depth of deception that NARD teaches and what they can do to a searching heart and mind. Click here. This link is about Lindsay Davis Knotts, Lindsay is married now, who was a former student of BSSM, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. You will need to scroll on the Facebook link to see her original post that she later apologizes for. And here is a 39-page PDF that Lindsay composed and submitted to Bethel Church leaders, which deals with the deception she was taught. This is what they teach and Lindsay provides a biblical response. They expelled her from BSSM. Have the floodgates of hell been opened? I am not exaggerating when I say, indeed I think they have. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.